Do you have a daily devotional time? If so, how much time? Do you read the Bible on a regular basis? Or know how or where to start? How about your prayer life? Today, let's talk about some of these things. And hopefully, I want to encourage you how you can do it. If you haven't done it in a long time, how you can get started again. If you've never done it, how you can get started in the first place. Grab a cup of coffee and come and join me on this episode of God's Adopted. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. I'm going to start with prayer. Father God, I just praise you and thank you for this time that we have. Be able to just think about you and consider our relationship, our personal relationship with you. And thank you so much for adopting us as your children. I pray, Father, for encouragement and and thoughts and ideas to help us to grow in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. I started off the podcast asking about whether or not you have a daily devotion time and how much time do you spend on that. There was a season where I went for over a year without having any like regular devotional time, regular Bible reading time myself. And I know that life and things in life can kind of ebb and flow. You know, we have seasons of life. I would not want any of this to communicate in a way to be heavy or burden you down or anything like that. If anything, I want to encourage you to go ahead and try to establish a daily devotional time. I'm saying daily devotional time. In that time, I would encourage you to have time for prayer, for Bible reading, for listening, just listening. Listening to who? To God. Think of all the ways that God talks to us. In our minds, our thoughts, even as we read the scriptures, things stand out, or we might ask a question about something, and, and something, an idea that's obviously not coming from ourself, and it's good, and it's helpful, and useful, and it agrees with the Word of God, comes from God, by the Holy Spirit. I mean, there's so many different ways. If somebody says something when you are needing to hear something, and that's the right thing is said at the right time. Maybe you get an email or a text message that right moment or something's going on in your life. One day I was really praying about some stuff and, and I was having some really hard times in life and I jumped in the car and I, I turned on the radio and right when I turned the radio on, the song came on that was exactly like perfectly the song that I needed to hear at that moment and it just touched me so deeply. It's amazing how God can use anything to communicate to us, and having a daily time of devotion is a way that we can grow in our personal relationship with Him. A long time ago, someone told me, shortly after I was born again, they said, look, you've just been born again, you've just began in a relationship with your Father in heaven, and the way that you grow in that relationship is you you grow in your relationship through Jesus, and how do you do that? Well, you read the Bible. You spend time with him. How do you spend time with him? 
Well, if he's the word made flesh, spend time with the word and read the Bible. And as you do that, you can ask questions and that's called prayer and talking to God is prayer. It's not always just about asking questions and asking for something could be just looking thanks. I mean, thank you, God, for a new day and for breath in my lungs. I just want to really encourage you, you know, the best way to get to know someone is to spend time with them. One of the ways, not the only way, but one of the ways that we can spend time with, with the Lord is in His Word and in prayer and devotional time. But how much time do you need? I was challenged several months ago, actually, about a year ago, I was challenged by someone who was saying, get a devotion time set up for yourself if you don't have one. And at that time, I didn't have one. And I was like, okay. And they said, yeah, just you know, take 30 minutes and you're going to use those 30 minutes. And the first thing that went through my mind was, because I was being realistic with myself, and I want you to be realistic with yourself. And God knows where we're at, by the way. I was like, there's, I, I don't have 30 minutes that I can do something with right now. I just didn't. And I realized we can kind of make time for whatever we want to, and we all do. But I like to commit to things myself. And so I need to be able to, to feel okay about making a commitment before I make the commitment. And 30 minutes wasn't going to work for me. And I just felt on my insides, I felt the Lord was saying, it's okay. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. And, and I, I made a commitment with myself to spend just 10 minutes. Now, when I say I made a commitment to spend 10 minutes, what does that mean? Because how do you find this 10 minutes? How do you find 30 minutes? How do you find any amount of time? It really depends on you. I'm an early bird. I get up really early in the morning before anybody else typically. Most people are asleep when I'm getting up in the morning. That gives me some time that I don't have to worry about phone calls and stuff like that. But I still need to set the time aside. And especially when I was getting started with my devotion, what I would do is I said, okay, I'm making a 10-minute commitment to read the Bible. And so I got my Bible, and I set a timer for 10 minutes, and I just started reading. And wherever I 10 minutes was up, I stopped. And if I, if I was done with a chapter or a section, right? where I was reading, and it was like, you know, nine minutes, well, okay, I didn't need to continue. And if it was just over 10 minutes, that was okay if I wanted to finish reading. Sometimes I'd just get really excited about what I was reading, and I had to finish. I didn't want to stop at that moment. We're talking about setting a time, a time that's reasonable, a time that works for you. When I first got born again, you know when the time that worked for me was the best time? Was actually when I had to go to the bathroom in the morning. I know that might sound silly and it might even sound crude to some people, but think about this. You know, you can only talk, talk to God whenever he's around. Well, he's around always. And I don't mean this in a bad way or anything, but that was a time that I was able to get away from everybody else. Nobody else was going to be with me when I had to go, go potty. And I wasn't going to take a lot of time to go potty or anything, but it, it was a time, it was a moment, a space that I could easily just pray very quietly under my breath especially when I needed prayer and I didn't really want to be praying in front of everybody and stuff like that. And so I would find that time. If you don't have time in the morning before everything starts in your world, what about lunchtime? Maybe you could jump in your car for 10 minutes. What if it was five minutes? 
And what do you use to do a devotional? So you could have devotionals, right? You could have, and I recommend have a journal of some kind where you can write notes or questions or answers or anything like that that may come to mind as you spend time with God. Have it available for yourself. Now, there are little devotionals, like there used to be one called My Daily Bread or Our Daily Bread, and there were several others like that where there was a little tiny pamphlet, and you turn the page, and it was probably a two- or three-minute reading. And it had, a, it had like a Bible verse or two, and it had a small excerpt of maybe how you might be able to apply this in your life or encouragement, and a short prayer. That is something. It's significant. Something is better than nothing. So I'm going to go through some kind of like bullet points here. We want to have a daily devotional time. Why? So that we can grow in our personal relationship with God. I really want to encourage you to read the Bible and, and to read it straight through, especially if, if you've never done a devotional with God, then I want you to read the Bible. If, if, you've, if you haven't read the Bible in a long time, I want you to read the Bible without study notes and stuff like that. Just, just the Bible. And start with the Gospels and read straight through the New Testament. And as you read through it, go ahead and make notes. You can write notes in your Bible or in your journal. And if you have a question, write the question out. And I bet you will be amazed at how many times God will answer the questions that you have as you continue reading. And I'm saying read straight through. I'm not telling you how much you have to read. Like I mentioned before, you could set a time for five minutes to read the Bible. It could be two minutes, three minutes. Set a timer. Find out what works for you. Read the Bible. Now, if you if you haven't read the Bible in a long time, and you pick it up and you start reading it, and it's just all boring, and it just looks like an old bag. I hate to say it that way. But you look at it, and there's, no, there's nothing exciting about it. And, and you read it, and it's really boring because, well, you know everything that it says and everything. And I'm going to encourage you to get a, trans, a different translation to read. And when you read this other translation, you'll be able to challenge yourself and ask God to help you by the Holy Spirit. If there's anything that I don't understand or if something seems wrong, to challenge you along the way as you read this, the other translation. There's over 100 translations of the Bible. I mean, the ones that I would recommend personally, I, I like the New International Version. I like the New Living Translation. That's the NLT. It's not the Living Bible. It's the New Living Translation. I like the New King James Version. Those are some translations that I like. But there's all kinds of them out there. And the thing is, is you just want to make sure it's a good one. Uh, you can send me a question. If you're trying to decide on a translation, one verse, another, I'll, I'll respond to you. Just go to godsadopted.com. Go down to the bottom of any page there, and you'll see a place where you can ask me questions and stuff like that. Or send an email to support at godsadopted.com. And I'll respond to you if you have a question on trying to figure out a devotional or a Bible translation to use. Because I really want to encourage you to do this. And make it doable for yourself. If you're not able to read the Bible, I understand. Set the time aside. Get a little simple devotional. And how is it going to work? Like, it would be good to have a plan, like a structure of some kind, and keep it simple. So first, you're going to have some kind of a time that you're going to set aside. And if that means you need to get a timer, do it. Set a timer. I mean, most of us have phones now. 
and you can set all kinds of timers on there. You could set a start time for Bible reading. You know, you could set a start time for prayer uh, and ask God to come and be with you and to, to show you his word and make it come alive to you and how to apply it in your life. Right. So you set a time aside. Find a place you can do it. Right. You have to have a place. Maybe it's in your car in the parking lot. Maybe, maybe there's an office you can go into. You know, it's not being used or a meeting room, a conference room or something like that. Depend on where you work and how you work. Maybe you can get up early in the morning and you can have a devotion time. I'm sure that there's a way. And, and if you don't know a place or a timing that you can set and stuff, then that is, that's your starting point. God, give me a place that I can do this and, and a time and, and help me have a piece about setting that, that time and place, right? And so you're going to start your time with prayer. And just simply, Lord, thank you for today. And I pray that you'd come be with me and by me, by your Holy Spirit. Jesus said that he'd send the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit would be a comforter and a counselor and that the Holy Spirit would remind us of the things that Jesus said and also help us understand and communicate with God. He is God. So we can just start with prayer. God, thank you for this time. And I, and I just want to spend some time with you right now. It doesn't have to be more than that. So you begin with prayer. Have some kind of Bible reading or your devotional. If, if you're just going to use a little devotional, that's fine. But I still want to encourage, read the Bible. Make it a plan. Now, there are things that are like, read the Bible in a year and stuff like that. Nothing wrong with any of those. But I want you to find something that works for you. And if the only thing that works for you is setting a timer, and I'm going to read for five minutes, do that. If you can read for 10 minutes, do that. If you're going to, if you decide for yourself, I'm going to read a chapter a day, then read a chapter a day, whatever works for you. Okay. And then continuing on, make notes. You've just read the word of God or had a devotion time. You've been reading something, something that kind of helped encourage your thinking around yourself and life and God being involved and part of it. And now make some notes. Even if the note is, Jesus loves me today. You know, I feel like he, he wants me to be encouraged or I feel like God wants me to pray about something or whatever it might be. Make a note of it. Keep a journal. And then go ahead and pray as you're going to close your devotion time. God, thank you for this time that I had. I pray that you would just use this time and, and build me up in my personal relationship with you. That's it. Not too complicated, right? I really want to encourage you, if you haven't done this before, or if you haven't done it in a long time, set a time. Share with me that you're doing it. I'd love to know that you set a time, that you found a time and, you, and you've decided on a commitment that you're going to make and go for it. And I'm not asking you to make a vow, right? I'm just saying, I'm just trying to encourage you to do it. And if you send me an email saying that you're doing it, I'll lift you up in prayer to encourage you and for God to build you up in that, that commitment that you're making. And if for some reason you're not able to do it one day or you have to skip or something like that, it's okay. That is completely okay. I want to tell you, it is okay. God loves you. If you do it, or even if you don't do it, he still loves you. His love for you is never going to change. The thing is, as you take the time to do this and grow, there's some benefits that come out of it that are amazing. For example, most people have never read the Bible. 
So when someone says the Bible says da 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 da, most people don't know if it says it or not. They're just taking someone's word for it. And I want to encourage you: see what it says, know what it says. And if somebody tells you this is what the Bible says, find out if it says that. Double check it. If I tell you the Bible says something, find out. Double check it. There's a verse that a lot of people learn when they first become born-again Christians. When they first become a baby Christian, it's in Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Now, I just said that, right? Well, look it up. See if it says that. And then the translation that you have might say it different. That's okay. All right, I'm excited for you, and I want to pray for you, and I want to encourage you. And let me know if you if you started your devotion, you hadn't done it in a while, or or if you're figuring out a new way to do it, you found a translation that you like, or if you have a question even. All right, so I'm going to close in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this time that I've had to spend with my brother and sisters. And I pray that you would encourage all of us to have time that we can focus on you and grow in our personal relationship with you that you've given us through Jesus. And we praise you and thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.